Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to 2021 and commercial property in 2021. What is that going to look like? Uh, So if you're looking at getting into your first commercial property purchase but don't know where to get started and you don't know how to actually get yourself into the right space of mind to actually get started, this is what this podcast is about. It's about launching you so that you're in the right frame of mind. So with commercial property, a lot of things it's done very differently to residential. And the reason I say this is because commercial property, depending on which state you are in you would often put a property under contract conditional to due diligence and finance before you actually go and do the due diligence inspect the property and go through all of the documentation so it's very different from residential where they want you to swap contracts as soon as possible and then uh, you meant to do all of your due diligence and finance up front so that means that in commercial property you're basically the first thing that's really important to you is to find the property and work out whether the property's suitable for your needs in terms of a strategy, in terms of the cash flow is going to give you and your long-term return on that property and put it under contract so you can take it off the market. Uh, And then from there, you can spend some time looking into the property itself and going through uh, all the due diligence, meaning you check on the tenant, um, you might go and inspect the property and uh, you then apply for finance, get valuations done. So there is a different process and each state it also varies. So it's important to find a solicitor that operates in the state that you are buying the property in. Now, on top of that, of course, we've got structures, we've got how to even get started, what's the what should be your first purchase price. So there's lots and lots of things that you need to put together, the jigsaw puzzle that is buying your first commercial property. But today I want to focus on mindset. And the reason I want to focus on mindset is because a lot of people come into commercial property and saying, I need something that is high yield. I want something that's 9 or 10% return. Um, and I want to understand, I want you to understand a little bit about the risk that's involved in that. So it's not that you can't get 9 or 10% return. You have to be prepared to go to the suburb or the state or the area where they're offering 9 to 10% returns. And often with that comes risk. So the higher the risk, the higher the return. So you have to really ask you, the fundamental question you've got to ask yourself is, are you prepared to take on the risk along with the returns and if the question is yes and I'm able to put in a buffer in place I'm able to get myself into a state where I know that I'm getting maybe a 10% return on my on my money but I know that uh, if I do have a vacancy or something happens to the property then I may have you know a 12-month vacancy that I can put a buffer in place for it then that's totally fine but if for whatever reason if for whatever reason you can't do that and you feel like, well, I want something that's going to give me consistent income, then maybe it's worthwhile to actually scale that back a little bit and actually look at buying a property that's in a larger regional town or even in metro where you're not going to get your 9 and 10% returns, where you're possibly getting 7 to 8, 8.5% returns instead, where that extra half or 1% is actually going to give you more stability in the long term and more, so more growth on the back end as well. So it's all about balancing 
act. And yes, you can absolutely have your cake and eat it, but it is also about a being, having time in the market and waiting out the time to be able to get that growth in the back end. And also for the area you're buying in to gentrify. Some areas will never gentrify and you can look at the history of it and realize in the last 10 years, the property prices hasn't moved. There haven't been any significant jumps in terms of the yield compression, in terms of people buying that area. So you know that in, it's unlikely in the next 10 years, these will um, these things will happen. Whereas you can look at an area, perhaps like areas of Sunshine Coast or inland from the Gold Coast, or even in areas, industrial areas of uh, regional Victoria, where you can see that in the last 12 months, despite of what's happened in the market, a lot of people bought into the area, the yield have compressed, um, there's a lot more developments happening. So there's more things moving forward. So really, if you're buying your first commercial property, how do you get yourself in, in a lack of a better word, psyched up for it or ready to go. Well, number one, understand what you're buying. So you're buying a commercial property with a tenant in there. So you're looking at it from a, a property that is not, you're not buying a vacant property and you're not even considering a vacant property because that puts you into a higher risk category and it means that you can serve, you have to service the property. Whereas you buy a tenanted property, they're going to take part of the income as to help you with the servicing, uh, which will help you with the bank loans. So you're automatically looking for a tenanted property. So whereas in residential, you might go, okay, well, I don't mind if I get a property that is vacant or get a tenant in the next three months. In commercial, no, you need to buy a property with a tenant in it. So that's number one. Understand I'm buying a property with a tenant in it. Okay, number two, to understand what kind of tenant do I want in that property. Now, most of us want, you know, a tenant that's been there for a long lease and a five, 10 year lease. Um, we want a tenant that is a professional tenant or we want a medical tenant. But understand with these tenants, you also take a hit on the returns. And there are many other evergreen tenants. So you don't have to have an allied health tenant. You don't have to have a tenant that is uh, a lawyer or an accountant. You can have a hairdresser. You can have a cafe. You can have a mechanic in there. And some of these tenants have been there literally for 15, 20, 25 years. You can have an education facility in there that may do um, their registered training organizations so they might do health uh, they might do uh, th they might do training um, there might be martial arts which is you know really popular at the moment it might be a bike shop which before COVID was something that people wouldn't invest in but now it's become a stellar performer in the market so there's lots and lots of other evergreen tenants you can uh, you can have and lots of other industries that you can have as tenants in there that is just as sustainable so for example IT tenants or tenants that work on particular types of software. Um, you've got tenants that are that do uh, anything like therapies for kids or even activities for kids. So there's lots and lots of those tenants around who are just as stable. So do some research into different types of tenants, different type of uh, industries, especially when you're coming from an industry where uh, you don't have any from your background. So, if, for example, if you are in a background where you are doing uh, if you're in a trade background, have a look into the, a different background of professional tenants. If you're coming from a background where you are the, um, say, an engineering background, you don't have to buy something with an engineering firm. There's lots and lots of other options. And getting comfortable with it, understanding that uh, you're going to buy a property that's potentially an office space or a retail space or a warehouse space. Also understand, coming from that mindset, that just because at the moment the particular class of property is not in favour doesn't mean that in the next two or three years it won't come back into favour. Just so that you know, now at the moment everyone wants to buy warehousing because over COVID warehousing has become really, really 
good and popular and tenants have been really versatile and tenants have been able to move in, move out, uh, and it's given a level of stability. But the yield has really compressed on that so that your returns are less for you and it's going to take you many years, potentially five, six, seven years to be able to get any capital growth on that property. So wouldn't you rather buy something that's a little bit higher, maybe an office a tenant that has been there for a long time that is stable, or maybe even a retail tenant with a professional tenant in there, uh, or a retail tenant that has, you know, that does activities and is to business to business as well as business to consumer, and that they have shown a stable history, but, you know, you're going to get a higher return. So in the few years that follow, when retail and office space comes back, you're going to be picking up much more capital gains in the back end, and you're going to have more stability as well, and there's going to be more pressure on rent going up. So you're going to get the benefit of that in the long term. So it's not something about looking what's going to happen in the market right now. It's really looking forward to the next three or five years. So that's something I want you to think about and get comfortable with, and that's all per part of the mindset. So you know, get a case study or get um, go online and find uh, somewhere real commercial commercial real estate and find an example of a property that is retail find an example of a property that's uh, warehouse find a property that's office space and compare the three read through the information memorandum understand the tenant do some research on the tenant just get into the groove of it and understand what you are buying and compare the three and then work out what is it that you're really comfortable with and then make a decision that way because it becomes a more educated decision I find that one of the best ways to conquer the fear of buying and going to something new is to actually understand it more so the more you dig into it the more education you have around it the more you understand about the type of property the type of tenant you buy the more that you're going to find that you can get into uh, understanding commercial property more that you're going to feel comfortable when you do your first deal and of course you know reach out to me on helentarrant.com we can always jump on a call and where I can personalize the strategy or you can access one of my previous recordings on bootcamp where it's going to give you some more in-depth knowledge on how to put a deal together so before you even think about how I even put a deal together it's important to actually just get comfortable with buying commercial property so getting your headspace in that I'm going to buy commercial property what is that even going to look like how is that going to help my portfolio how is that going to move me forward to the next step like what does twenty thousand dollars mean to me is that going to increase uh, my my free time is that going to allow me to do more things that can allow me to travel so just that moving forward is what uh, you're, you need to be comfortable with. So that's your number one step of getting into the mindset of buying your first commercial property. That's the big part. And sometimes that takes can take anywhere from a week, two weeks, to maybe for a few people, three or four months to put things together. And, and that's really important when you're doing information gathering. So don't make a hasty decision during that time. Just spend the time understanding and getting comfortable with it. And that's a big part of it. And once you've done that, you're ready for part two of getting your mindset right for commercial property. And part two is actually then understanding the transaction and the process. And this is where the physical part comes in, is how do you put the deal together? So what is the process? Do you make an offer? Uh, do you get all the documents first? Um, when do you do your due diligence? When does legals get involved? When does the entity comes into place? So you've done the first part. Let's say you've done the first part and you've gone and got comfortable with commercial property. You know what you're looking for. You know the kind of you've had a conversation with me, myself, or one of our team members, and you understand what the next step is for you. Now, 
next thing is to understand okay how does the flow of positive cash flow work so if you're getting twenty thousand dollars positive cash flow from your first deal what is the tax implications of that do you go to the discretionary trust where you're distributing it to a family member do you hold it in a company uh, and that's all relative to your own personal situation so or do you buy in your self-managed super fund so you need to talk to an accountant about that so your accountant or we can give you a referral to an accountant uh, or a financial planner and we can give you a referral to them as well during our call or email us and we can help you with that as well so it's about understanding now how it actually works so the first step is the entity that you're going to buy it in do you buy it in your personal name do you buy it in a trust do you buy it in a company so reach out to your account and have a conversation with them and then work out how you're going to distribute that positive cash flow once you work out what the most tax effective way to run the cash positive cash flow it is now you're ready to almost launch because now you've got the entity go and get it set it up um, you've decided on the type of property you're going to need you're going to want and you understand your strategy because we've had a call and then now you understand the positive cash flow you're looking for, the type of property you're buying. So you're already two thirds of the way there. Now, the next step from there, you are going to look at, all right, so how, where am I going to buy? So you'll get your finance checked. So I would, we would, we have an excellent broker that we work with who does only commercial finance. But if you have anyone in the bank you can talk to or anyone that you, that's been doing your loans you can talk to them but make sure they do commercial finance because commercial finance is very different from residential it's a case-by-case basis and the bank assess it depending on suburb depending on your situation so we can give you our our finance team can give you an estimate of what you can buy um, and what kind of loans you can get and what kind of interest rate because that all helps with understanding if the deal is going to work for you so get your finance checked um, and get the okay the green light to go yes I'm ready to go and then you're one step closer by then you're 80% there now it's about then going out to the market canvassing a property and we can help you do that because we've got a special buyers agency side of our business where we help everyday Australians get into their first commercial property so we're Understand your journey you can reconnect with us um, or you can email us and we can jump on a call and work out what what's in the market give you some insights into what's there and get you into a deal now depending on which state you're going to buy and most of our deals are done on the east coast so sydney melbourne or victoria new south wales and queensland um, but of course you know we've got clients everywhere in adelaide in wa as well but if you're looking at for example buying a property in the east coast what we try to encourage you to do is especially for your first property to look at buying a property that you can subject to a due diligence and finance period now the due diligence periods may be short maybe two weeks um, or they could be as long as you know four or six weeks uh, and then you may need a, um, a finance period and if they don't give you a finance period you can always ask for a subject to valuation period where we can get a valuer out and typically at the moment valuers take two to three weeks to get out there do a valuation and most of the banks will not lend unless there is a valuation in place so that's um, that's your next step is really to to choose the property and where state it is and get the property under a conditional contract and then you're 90% there so get it under a conditional contract so that's negotiating on price negotiating on deposit uh, negotiating on uh, when the settlement date is um, and um, obviously then you've got the property taken off the market uh, and that means that you can now spend some time really understanding the property itself and in order for you to understand the property it's it's just really as simple as then going through a 
a systemized process of due diligence. So getting the the materials to check your tenant tenant history, um, getting the materials so that you can understand that the, who's paying the outgoings, um, and and who is responsible for maintenance of the property, uh, maybe getting a pest and building report or getting a strata report, um, also going out and and maybe inspecting the property. If you can't, one of our team members can do that as well. So these are the processes you'll go through. And getting really understanding, in-depth knowledge of the property, um, and then from there, going from there to then moving on to understanding uh, if the deal actually works for you. So that's once you've done the due diligence and hopefully by then the finance team would have sent out a valuer, you're about 96% there. So then you take the whole picture, which is all of your due diligence, the contract, you've got property under the entity, you've got your valuation, you've got your finance getting a conditional approval, and you're at this space where you've got to make the call, is this property right for you? And then we systematically go through it, and I do this with all of my clients, but you can do it yourself. We systematically go through and say, hey, so I know the tenant pays on time, I know the property may need some works, say, in the next two to three years, um, but that major works might be $10,000, and I can cope with that, and it's not a deal breaker. I know that I'm getting the current market yield, or I'm getting a little bit less or a little bit more. Um, I've understood the suburb. Um, I visited the property. Um, I know that in the future, maybe in two years' time, I refinance, pull some more money out, do it again. I know the purpose of this property. Um, I am comfortable with the tenants. Um, I've now got the the bank approval. So am I ready to go? And you do that, and you check off the list and go, yes, I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this. This is right. I feel totally comfortable with the deal. And then basically, then you inform your solicitor that you're going to go uh you're going to go unconditional and and you go unconditional with finance you go unconditional with uh, with due diligence and then basically then you wait for settlement so then the bank will issue their final documentation you sign that off and then anything that needs to be paid like any balances of deposits anything that needs to show um you need to give in terms of certificates of currency or insurance then you organize those final little bits um and then you pretty much wait for settlement so that the time before you go unconditional to settlement can be anywhere from 14 days to 30 days depending on how long it takes your bank to settle and really that then completes the process of your first commercial purchase but really that doesn't end your journey of your first commercial purchase because what happens now is that you're going to sit back and either you're going to manage the property or you're going to get a property manager to manage the property for you and we can organize that we can give you referrals for that or you can find someone local that can do that for you and maybe talk to two or three people get that all handed over at settlement and wait for the first money to drop into your bank account pretty much I mean, it's an exciting time, but you wait for that to happen. Once that drops into your bank account, uh, and you pretty much then pay the bank, and you know how much positive cash flow you've got, and then you do it again the second month and the third month. I, I would advocate waiting a couple of months for that money to come in, um, checking that the tenants all go from fine, let things tick over as clockwork, and about month three, reassess your strategy. Say, yes, I bought this property. I've been really comfortable with it. The tenants are going really well. I'm happy with it. Where do I want to go next? Do I want to buy another property this year? Do I want to use a different entity to buy it? Where can I pull out the next deposit? Um, what's my long-term goal? Am I getting close to my long-term goal of you know, the, the amount of money I want to get for a commercial property? Where am I at? So it's worthwhile to reassess every three months in the beginning when you're doing your commercial property deals and, right, and really take bite-sized chunks so that you don't feel like you're putting yourself in such a stressful state where you're trying to get $100,000 in passive income in the 
first year rather than you know putting yourself in a comfortable state where your mindset can cope with yes I'm going to get twenty thousand dollars this year from one property or from two properties depending on what I'm buying because remember we come from a space where we've never had uh, if you've never bought commercial property, you've never had positive cash flow. So if you had residential, you've worked really, really hard to get positive cash flow, but you have not uh, been able to get it just by buying one property one day in one year. So for you, it's really hard to adjust. So seeing it come through each month, that's really going to help you move forward. And, um, and really getting comfortable with the first deal is the most important process and so if you need extra mentorship or hand holding you need to support uh, you need to have a team that supports you and be around you that can troubleshoot uh, well reach out to me at helentarrant.com um, or email me at helen at commercial property cash flow uh, and um, i'm more than happy to mentor you through the process and for you to join our community as well uh, but the most important thing to take away from this is that get comfortable with your first deal look at bite-sized chunks, get your mindset right, understand the process and get comfortable by doing some more research and education around commercial property. So I hope this has been really helpful for you to launch into 2021. I can't wait for you to get started. It's really, really exciting. And the market is going to be in, there's so many opportunities out there this year for you to do a great deal. And uh, I would love to be a part of your journey. So until next time, um, check me out, check my YouTube channel out, um, go to helentarrant.com. And otherwise, I'll see you at the next podcast. Bye for now. You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.